Hey, it's Ryan LaCroix. Before we get started, I wanted to ask for your help. KOSU relies on financial support from our listeners. These are folks that give $10 a month or a one-time gift of $20. Then it all goes into one pot to pay for the news, information, and entertainment you hear every day on KOSU. And it helps us explore a little bit and create cool podcasts like this one. If you already give to KOSU, thank you. And if not, head over to KOSU.org and click the donate button to get started. Every little bit helps. Hi, I'm Matthew Viriapa, and this is No Cover. On this episode is Oklahoma City hip-hop artist Lone Moon. Lone Moon put out her album Andromeda back in December of last year, and despite her large discography, she calls this her first album. What if we don't make it out? Stop. During our conversation, she explains why she considers Andromeda her first album, her love of Japanese culture, and then the local hip-hop scene. everybody it's your girl lone moon from the freaking uh from atsugi i would classify myself as a musician because like i feel like i do more than um just rap like i feel like i make r&b like tunes and like i i'm like in a band i i have side projects that i work on constantly on a on a like first name basis my name's luna yeah so your name kind of like reflects both the music and you know how you go about your everyday life uh, right how did you decide to like go go by luna when me and my sister were really young i lived in albuquerque new mexico before i moved to japan which is like um like early 2000s um she would really like she would like stare up at the moon and like she's just so enthralled with it and like also luna from sailor moon <clears throat> Usagi, my name is Luna, and you can't imagine how long I've been looking for you. I just really want to be as beautiful to her as the moon was to her, you know, like as her sister. I just want to like make her proud, I suppose. When did you decide to start making music? Uh, professionally, I started in 2015. That's when like I actually started getting like a low key some bank. And uh, it started being a job around uh, uh, 18 with the release of my album, Better Luck Next Time. Yeah, back to it on the beat, so Jiggy don't smoke no Siggy, I'm smoke good. No, Siggy, yeah. I'm good. no Missy, I don't want your pity, I'ma keep on living, I'm good. Keep on living, I'm good. Too fitty on the phone, no kidding, so shh, I'm trying to get to it. I'm trying to get to it. Who do you consider your influences? Utada Hikaru, a pop singer from Japan. Butada has a really strong new Jack Swing kind of thing going on in the early 2000s. Michael Jackson is one of my hugest and biggest influences, probably one of the 
probably one of the only ones. I only really look super, super back usually for uh, inspiration. Dangerous is my favorite album of all time. Do you remember when we fell in love? We were young again in a something. Do you remember how it all began? It just seemed like heaven, so I did it. Do you His life was so like inspiring to me, like how everybody made fun of him, as, especially like. Um, and when when he died, everybody was like, "Oh man, he was the best." I want people to think of think of me like that. But anybody doing anything and getting recognized for it, um, I'm inspired by, like Lil Yachty. Um, Denzel Curry, like the basically the double XL freshman class of 2016. Those those are the people that got me to like, okay, I want to make music forever. Like if they can do it, I can do it. I need a six million dollar deal. Rest in power. It's all about power. Squeeze two limits together and really all you have is sour. What was it about seeing them that like got you so like inspired? Uh, they're my age. They're freaking. They're 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 the same age as me, and I, I I'm I have like two times more songs than them. You seem really prolific. Like, if you look back at, like, your entire, like, discography, I guess, there's, like, a large amount of, like, just music being made. Since 2018, I have put out 13 hours of music, which is 307 songs. So, like, and I still have music that is not released and is ready to go up. And I have, like, two albums, actually, in the pipeline. Looking back at all your music, too, it's, like, super different from, like, oh, yeah. all the songs, like, range from, like, you know, like you said, R&B to like something that's like really electronic and glitchy. Super electronic, yeah. But with your album like Andromeda, I've, I've read that you kind of call this one like your kind of real first like yeah. album. Yeah, I, I, I got like I think it I think I should say that Andromeda is my first album because I can listen to it. Basically, here's how my relationship with music uh, went before I transitioned. I hated everything. I hated to hear my voice. It it sucked. Like I, I couldn't. Like I couldn't get behind the mic and feel comfortable. Like I had to turn off the monitor. Now I love getting behind the monitor and singing all night, all day. I can't go to sleep. Two years ago, I stopped listening to my music that had my old register. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I just sat down and listened to it. And I was like, whoa, I wasn't bad. But like I, I, I know why I hated myself is because I wasn't taking the steps that I needed to take, you know. Because I was scared, daunted by a future that honestly has treated me the best ever. Put fucking gold on my teeth and 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 money in my pockets. Treated me better than 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 lying ever did. Before it was just living in hell. Like I could not, I couldn't listen to myself. And like if I if I if I did, I would get super depressed. And I want to work on music for like a long time. But now I literally made like nine songs this morning. It's music that like is is a pure representation. Like if I fucking got shot tomorrow, I would want to, I would want Andromeda to be the thing that people hear, and like as a representation of me, not the other stuff. You know, the the whole album was probably it took a like two years of actual shit to like compile. The tracklist started out like twenty four tracks long, um, ended up with eight. That's how that's how quality control I was getting. To that point like and i honestly wasn't really happy with my production skills until just recently ever since i can remember 
recently I've been just like killing it and I feel great. Nothing could get me down unless me or my girlfriend got killed. That's probably the only thing that would put me down. How do you think Andromeda kind of reflects like the changes that have been going on with your wife? Like I would never write a song like your love, like before I transitioned, probably like 2018, like Better Luck Next Time era, I would have never written a song like your love because it is so confident and like strong. everything that I that I ever wanted to be thinking about it like talking about it I just like I'm just glad that I made it because like I never thought that I would like I thought that I would be dead on my album like better luck next time it's a it's a drawing of a, a pre-transition me floating in space right it's a illustration of how that part of me or quote-unquote part of me is dead or has never been a part of me and I needed to separate it but I'm here and I'm like doing fantastic. I just feel like tracks like Your Love and WWW and like Got So Far really, really like compliment my gay girl energy and like confidence. So like arguably, like I, I feel like probably your most popular song has been Nana. Uh, I'm about to wake up, lace up, count blue face up. Never been a winner, so I'm not a fan of wake no. But I think the most interesting part isn't exactly even the music. It was kind of the decision for you to change the artwork to the trans flag. Word up. Yeah, I changed the artwork to the trans flag on YouTube and changed it to a selfie of me in a sports bra everywhere else. That's what made everybody like, what the freak is going on? This is a really deep voice. I was transitioning for the first time back in 2017 when I recorded it. I did not know what voice training was at the time. So that wasn't a part of my transition. How do you think it will feel like performing this song or listening to the songs now? I feel like there's not one album, there's not one song on that album on that album that I can't perform except for like Radio Japan because it's like my least favorite song. It's like my least favorite song because my voice wasn't trained for the first half, but like the second verse is great. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, my voice is not, my voice is not there. It was where I was when I recorded it and I was struggling when I recorded it. Like it's in my voice. Do you mind talking a little bit about that kind of like vocal training process? Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't mind. So since November, 2018, I've been, tra- I've been training my voice. So basically what I did for a long time was rever- uh, reverberate my voice at a pitch that is typically more feminine than a masculine one. It's not a very common known fact that um, trans women on hormone therapy, our voices don't change. We have to change the, our voices by ourselves. We have to train our voices um, because hormones do not lighten our vocals. And I'm pretty happy with, with where I've gotten so far. Rapping and singing was so hard for me for a while. I couldn't record for like months. So does writing about these like things in your life like help you, I guess, kind of go forward in your personal life? Yeah, like, oh my God, like Andromeda was two months ago and I feel like it was 10 years. Like I'm, I'm writing songs that I never thought I could write. I feel like I'm in a dreamland. So with each like kind of song you produce and like, um, do you ever consider like not putting it out? Because it seems like, you know, every song that you make, you feel so confident that this is something that I need to share with the world. Like I want to aim for greatness with everything that I make. Uh, so I do not sit down and make something unless I'm going to put it out. And more are coming. Uh, so is there kind of like a process that you go through with each song? Is it like a thing of making the beat first and then trying to write the lyrics or having some lyrics and then writing the beat to it? Throw me a song and I'll tell you how I did it. What about Radio Japan? Like what was, <laughs> what was the process behind that? So the first thing that came to me was, Somebody you ain't never even uh, something I never tell you before. I'm stuck in a process. Diminish progress, infinite skyscrapes, difference you can find it. Yeah. yeah.
canceled, they don't know I'm bashful I tried to hide when I came out with a handful They call me your asshole, they believe it's true I just wanna have you, I swear that I do I made a mistake and then I came back to you I put you above whenever they tell me choose I let you go, but I wanted your heart I felt the gust and it tore me apart I thought of that and I wrote it down in my journal, uh, especially when writing Andromeda. I did not write any lyrics down digitally. I wrote them all down by hand. Every single song on Andromeda, except for New to Me and Why Me, written down by hand. I had to copy them from the paper to the computer. And, and this is without like any kind of instrumental? Nope. I, I sung that to myself. In, um, in, in, in uh, uh, Radio Japan, there's a Boku no Hero Academia sample. Um, it's a uh, reference to JPEG Mafia um, because he was promoting his new album, um, All My Heroes Are Cornballs, by saying it's going to be the most disappointing thing. So I put it in Japanese at the beginning because I love him. I'm going to get a uh, cursor tatted on my face too, just like he does. <laughs> you are all my sons. This you This is I'm a pop act. What? I don't. Big whips, big guns, whoa. No cash, no funds, ho. Hurry up, it's done. It's done. You are all my son. my son. We don't claim you bums. This shit for the scum. I'm a pop act. Huh. I don't smoke session. Nah. I don't pack heat. I don't even make no box. I don't even got no gun, ho. I'm like 28. Wow. Kimber in my bag. Too much on my plate. Look, I'm packed. I don't fuck, <laughs> I don't pack heat. Huh. I don't even make no beats. Huh. I'm like 31. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> With you and JPEG Mafia's like kind of sound, like it's very like internet. Yeah, it's it's very internet. It's kind of weird and yeah. like it's really hard to put like a box or a label on it. Right, right, right. I like to label my music as kawaii trap. That's that's like my aesthetic. Like sometimes I'll go for like super super femme super super like pink girly kawaii or sometimes like a punk like bitch get out my way like kawaii like kind of move like with andromeda what is it about japanese culture that you really love i've always wanted to be a rapper that could go hey no jose oyasumi go to bed like switch it up with like japanese phrases and i've always wanted to i've always wanted to be that because i i, I like i lived six years of my life in japan I love anime. I'm a freaking like Japan ophile. Like I love the culture, the people, the technology. I got to live among it and I really want to go back. Um, I actually did an interview with a, a Japanese blogger and like I had like a interview and it's been translated into Japanese. And I feel like I'm finally getting connected with the people that I really want to connect with. Wondering is the eighth track. Some of the best lyrics in the whole album. 
my people, they rockin' with me and we bout to go on shit Out in a couple weeks, yeah, on my feet Talking about myself, I was about to move out of my mom's house for the first time, just on my own for real, for real. Um, out in a couple of weeks, I'm on my feet. Just that anticipation. I'm wondering what's gonna happen. I'm wondering who I am, and like because I've never had a chance to explore that because I was policed a lot of my life. Andromeda is my first project that I have produced entirely by myself, no features. That last song, Moving On. Ooh, I forgot about that song. Yo. Yeah, uh, what do you think about it? I love it.
I just feel like my, my my sound is so unique in that way. I, I felt like so happy with that song. That's why I closed it out with that. Because it's it's actually quite like energetic. You also did a song with a cat walk too, right? Yes, cat. That's my freaking B word. Oh my God. Oh baby, I want you to ruin my life. We can always be side by side. Papa rest with the reds all the time. Girl, you are Kim Possible. And I am... Uh, as she go, girl, we're going to the top.
So what was uh, the collaboration process with her like? Was it, you know, just giving her some lyrics and then... I was like... Dee, 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 dee. Hey, Cat, uh, uh, you want to come over and make uh, and make a song? Yeah, I'll be over in like 30 minutes. Cool. Uh, It's going to be like really sad, okay? But like dope in the second verse. All right, cool. See you in like 30 minutes, like I said. Oh, and also, like, uh, I love your dog. Can you just hang up now? I really just want to like actually like get to your place so we can make the song. And 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 she came over and we made the song and it's really good. Do you approach collaborations with like other musicians kind of differently than with your own stuff? Basically, if I ever approach a, a, a another musician for uh for like a, a collaboration or like a remix or something, I I probably love them more than like anything. I do not work with people that I just halfway fuck with. Do you have anything to say about like the local hip hop scene? I'm working with a hella artist from the city um, because I'm like trying to like um, for my record for my record label uh, Starfleet. I'm trying to recruit artists and have them uh, perform on my uh, beats instrumentation so they can uh, so they can be a part of my record label so I can boost their voices the, the most I can. I can't do much, but I can do something, you know, um, for 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 my local community. I love music i love musicians i love making music with people if there's anything that i can do with my day i'd rather be do i do i do that i i want to do that like if i could make music with uh local artists every single day i would live with them i don't care i love making music that much uh what's uh kind of down the line then i'm going to write my album i'm going to go to la i'm going to go to portland i'm going to go to seattle i'm going to go to new york city i'm going to travel the the the, the country i'm going to go to the UK. I'm gonna shoot a video with my friend Nelson, and I'm gonna write my album. I'm gonna use all those experiences to write the final hip hop masterpiece of 2020. I'm gonna go there, and I'm gonna hang out in studios all the time, be a rapper, rapper. Sometimes I feel like a rapper. Sometimes I feel like a trapper. Uh, Jaden Smith. Um, like I'm ready. I make I make like four songs. I make four songs every freaking day, like at least. Um, and I can't slow down because I don't want to. Go to ksu.org to find out more about Lone Moon and a list of all the music that was played on this episode. No Cover is a production of KOSU and Oklahoma State University. Our editor is Ryan McCroy, and our cover art was designed by Terry Ferris. Subscribe to No Cover on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you find podcasts. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. And if you're listening on NPR One, give us a heart or a favorite. No Cover is a member of the KOSU Spy Podcast Network. Learn about all of our podcasts at KOSU.org.
Matthew Viriapa. Thanks for listening. <laughs>